Well, welcome back to another episode of The Miles Driven with your new host, Sam. And I am joined today by... Miles. <laughs> who is the head of um, uh, Duct Tape. Uh, te- duct Tape Executive. Duct Tape, ex- duct tape <laughs> Executive. And what does this entail? I'm assuming you're just going to go around and duct tape things. Yeah, just sticking everything that we break back together. Well, I don't think we currently, em- currently employ someone in that genre. So I think we're we not. can have it. Yeah, okay, well, that's good. But as you can see, the the order, the pecking order at the Mars Driven has been flipped on its head to the way it should be, and I am now the host, and the person, the place, the things named after is now the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you like to care to explain anything about this, or just you know, it's the world writing itself to its natural order? Uh, no, I've got a very sore throat. Mm. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's fair. <laughs> you don't you don't want to go down without a fight, do you? So, no, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> not going to go with a whimper. I am. Saving my voice for short bursts throughout this podcast. Oh, brilliant. This is going to be a terrible podcast <laughs> if you're expecting me to talk for most of it. Um, right. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We said we were going to do, we were going to pick a car each for every category ish that we can think of um, and see what we've come up with. So it doesn't have to be new, doesn't have to be old, doesn't have to be anything special, can be something boring, but you've got to pick something from the history of cars for every single category. The categories we've got listed today, um, and I'm sure that people will message in if we've missed one, which we probably have. So we're going to start off with Super Mini, then we're going to move to a small hatchback, then we're going to move to hatchback, then we're going to progress to Saloon slash Super Saloon, which was uh, put in at the request of Miles. He can't can't speak to argue any of this, so I can abuse him as much as I want (laughs) today. After that, we move to Estate, or if you are over in America or other places, a station wagon. Then we shall cross over to the crossover or MPVs. Ooh, like that little segue there. Smooth, wasn't it? Uh, then we'll do SUV, and then a large SUV. Then we're going to do coupe, convertible, sports car, pickup truck, and lastly, God's own van. Just a very short. If the, if the sound quality isn't quite... As good as usual on this one, we're halfway through a complete redesign of the studio. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Miles so, has got some very jazzy new um, sound ending tiles that he's yeah. tried to make look like a race flag. Yes, but I'm just thinking that uh, you don't have any behind you. It shouldn't make a difference, but if someone's listening to this and they So think... you've stitched me up, basically. You moved me to the other side of the office a couple of weeks ago, and then you took all the sound deadening down from behind me. No, I'm a, I actually gave you, last night before we did this podcast, even with the sore throat that I have, oh. I thought I put behind your back you have so that you have something i have nothing yeah but that area is never happened. and i have a window yeah, yeah and, and for some reason you've taken the sound deadening towel that we used to use over the window <laughs> down i've realized that after the podcast has begun yeah <laughs> <laughs> so there's some traffic noise and i apologize well it's a motoring podcast so it's fine yes right so have you done any homework on this at all didn't need to didn't need to so no. you know every car category and what you would choose off the top of your head at all times. At all times. <laughs> Does it update as you go through life? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, so we'll start off with the Super Mini. Do you want to go first? Or do you want I, me to I go can, first? I can go first on the Super Mini. I've got an interest. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say interesting I, one. Before we start, I will just add the I forgot that we'd be doing this. Um, as, as usual. Well, I've had a pretty hectic week this week. Right. Do you want to explain your hectic week? Uh, some of it doesn't need to be gone into, but, you know, I have a pregnant wife, so I have this excuse no, at no, my no, disposal no, no, anytime no. I wish. His wife's been absolutely <laughs> fine all week. She's but been she's an angel, still pregnant. And Sam is using her as an excuse on our podcast yes. so that he can well, do nothing. What benefit is there of having a pregnant wife <laughs> if you can't use it as an excuse on every whim? Um, no, but I, I have forgotten to do any research, so I'm going to make it up as I go along, but I think I'll be able to at the drop of a hat, name you which car I'd like. But I just won't have the, you know, the really random exotic ones that you might choose. Okay. I probably might not be able to recall those straight off the top of my head. So, um, Probably should pick whether, well, before you say what you're picking, whether it's a new or used example. Yeah, okay. Because for some of them, for example, my first one, I think you can only buy used now. Okay. I think they've been taken off the new market entirely. So it'll be obvious, but... It won't right. be for everyone. Hang on, just quickly. How many categories have we got? We've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Out of 13, just as a little quiz before we start, how many do you think we're going to match on? Ooh. I'm going to go four. Um, I'm going to go less than that. Okay. I'll go two. Okay. 
Right, there we go. We've now added some jeopardy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> right, so what are you going to choose? Uh, a Ford Ka. Oh, the original. Very left field. Yeah. Well, the yeah. egg one. Yeah, the original. As wow. a super mini, because. Well, thanks was... for listening. We need to go and find a new uh, new co-host. <laughs> it was very well priced. Yeah, the uh, sport one. Because there's a big difference between the standard Ka no, and no, the sport Ka. I, for this one, for the super mini, I think most people buying a super mini just want something that is uh, relatively cheap to run and does a job. And Fair so enough. the reason I picked the KA is because when it came out, it was very, I say very unique. It was quite unique. Yeah. And it was being offered to a lot of people at a price they could afford. Fair so enough. I think the thing with modern super minis is they, they sit in the shadow of that. And I'm not saying that doesn't make them great. It's just that if I was thinking, I mean, of course, we can go all the way back to the mini. If we're talking about yeah, you we know, could standing do if you in shadows, to, but, but I just think when the Ford Ka came out, it it was it was a step change compared to what was out at the time. Yeah, and then it did the original. I'm trying to. I think it did 12 years on the market. In fact, it did longer than 12 years because when I was selling cars, they were still selling the original one. Because I remember a guy came in. He said, "I've had it a year." Could I trade it in? And I explained to him that Ford were selling them with like a four grand discount. Wow. So if he wanted, he could trade it in, but it wasn't worth a lot. And then he decided to tell me I was wrong. Well, that's nice of him. He wanted more <laughs> money to, to trade it in to me, at a dealer, for yeah. me to then sell on, than you could buy one brand new at Ford. Well, it's an interesting tactic to go it, in with. It was very interesting, yeah. It got him really fast. Yeah, I bet it did. Uh, out the showroom. <laughs> <laughs> it was just one of those odd like, odd conversations where you're like, look, not being funny you're with you. You're talking rubbish, please leave. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm not being funny with you. This is the situation. You know, you bought it because you got a good discount. Yeah. But Ford have increased that discount. And obviously, if you can buy one for, let's just say, £6,000, and you bought it for seven. You're yeah. never going to get six because now you can get a brand new one. It's going to be more like four. Yeah. Because so there's got to be a, a <laughs> gulf between what I'm going to then sell it at and a brand new one. Because to be honest, that's not a lot of money to get a brand new car. No, Most it's not. people would just rather have the new one. Oh, yeah, 100%. Than, you know. So, yeah, no, my pick's going to be the original Ford K because they okay. did do a second generation, but it's been yes. pulled from sales since. I am going to go a bit newer. Uh, I hadn't actually thought about the original Mini, but I just don't think that someone of our size would necessarily, it wouldn't be very practical. I did a, a photo off on the original. Oh, did you? I got behind the wheel. And that's as much as that you can was, say. There was no moving it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not going to go with that. I think I'm going to go with the VW Up! Exclamation mark GTI. Oh, good pick. Very good pick. Just a fairly solid. I don't have... Obviously, this this podcast is all about personal opinions, so anything we say is not something we think as a, a business or as we think as a podcast it's just literally my personal opinion and miles's personal opinion yeah. i'm not a big fan of super minis in general no, no, but that's the one that i could look at every day and think well i don't hate my life so <laughs> i, I um, see their practicality for people i just wouldn't want myself i I've, i mean i've driven a couple of the ups and you know what even look they're not quick with a basic one liter engine no. spec but they're one of those cars you can drive the wheels off it all the time everywhere and they've got loads of space. I mean, genuinely, they have a lot of space inside. If you had if you had a family, you know, mum, dad, two kids, for example, or however you want to form the picture of your family in this car, let's say it's four people, they can get in that car. Yeah. Whether it's a baby, whether it's a grown adult, like you can you could get all four of them. I was amazed when I got in it. I was like, I actually have comfortable space and spoke to a couple of people that I met who were really tall, and I said, oh, you know, and they said, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we've, I've been in one as well. There's loads and loads of space in them. That's good. Yeah, it reminded me very much of the original Mini, of that whole thing of, okay, we've got this much of a footprint. Yeah. It can't get any larger than that footprint. How much space can we add? Yeah. You know, inside. It's not bad, not bad at all. So, so good I did pick. well. Small hatchbacks are up next on the list. Miles is just about to take a drink as I said that, which yeah, is which I'm brilliant. Gonna, which I'm going to do. I can go first if you want. <laughs> yeah, please, mate. Yeah. So for the small hatchback, I'm going to go for a, I don't know if there's generational names, but I'm going to say a 2004 Mini Cooper S. Oh, good. So pick. the supercharged one. The R53. 
Yeah. yeah. Supercharged one. Ooh, that's a good one. Are any of your picks going to be new, by the way? Um, well, if I'd done the research, I'd be able to tell you. But <laughs> as we go along, I shall. The next category is going to be the hardest one for me, so there potentially could be a new one, okay. but there might not be. So, but yeah, I'm going to go yes. There will be at some point. Just, just uh, what category? This is small, small hatchbacks. Yeah, I'm going to go with my original thought on this, which. Uh, I don't really want to because I end up st- oh, it'll be the same manufacturer. I'm just trying to. That's well, fine. Doesn't matter. No, no. I'm going to change. I'm going to change to uh, a Hyundai i20. Oh, that was another one of my choices. Yeah. So my, the my, N-line one, I am assuming. Uh, N-line. If you want to get it in i20, an i20 N, twenty-five thousand pounds for a, a hot hatch that you know you can enjoy on the road. But my original pick would have been something like a Ford Fiesta. However. Four Fiestas are not cheap. In all the countries, they are still sold. No. Well, they, they wouldn't are. be, would they? Because they're so popular. Well, yeah, but they used to be like... They're so popular, they could sell them at a dis- Like, they could sell them. Yeah. They, and they had base models for someone who just went, I want to buy a car. Mm-hmm. And that was their requirement. A car painted in a colour that I don't despise. Yeah. <laughs> um. And I think Ford have drifted away from that. Ford, as a as a car company, I think is generally drifting away from their original ideology of the Model T. Yeah, which was just a vehicle for everyone. Mm-hmm. Because they, I don't blame them. By the way, it's just well, it's the way the world's going, isn't it? It's... If if people are demanding expensive um, pickup trucks in America, SUVs in Europe, then they'll satisfy that market. What I do feel for, though, is that there are, I still think there is a market in this small hatchback. And really, you've got the Koreans. Mm-hmm. Um, you have got the Japanese are still there as well. Because there would have been some cars that I'd have picked from there. I just think the i20 probably just goes slightly head and shoulders. Just. Yeah. Just. Oh, I would say so. Um, because of what you're getting for, for money. You know, if you walked into a Hyundai dealer and said, I want a car. In a colour, <laughs> yeah. then they'd say, "Okay, well, this one's," and they give you a price, and I think it would be, um, depending on you know how sensitive you are to having things like navigation or whatever else. Um, I still think that that would be a reasonable buy, and I'm pretty sure that you would still get the seven year warranty if you wanted to keep it. So, yeah, good choice. Well, as just as you go to take another drink, I was going to suggest you go first to the next one, but alas, <laughs> we move on to for me the most difficult. I, I'm between 85 different cars This is a really hatchback. difficult one. Yeah, it's a really difficult <laughs> and one. And I have tried, as we go on, I think I've tried to be a little bit more, I'm not just going to go for the hot version of everything. Yeah. But with this one, it's a hatchback. So yeah. you grow up looking at hatchbacks, you dream of a hot hatch. Yeah. So let's start the debate between us of which hot hatch do you want to choose? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick a mild hatch, as in like okay. a warm hot hatch. See... I am currently between... Let me just check up, up they still... Yeah, so I, I think so. I'm just going to count them off in my head. So I'm definitely between one, two, three. I think I could narrow it down to three. But I genuinely, at this point, until you say to me which one have you picked, I don't know which one I'm going to choose from these. I, I could narrow it down to about 46. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I've, got a sub, I've got a sub list, <laughs> yeah. which is loads. But I just think the three that I've I've tried to go with since you were sort of 14, 15, getting towards driving age, what have you been thinking? I'd love to own one of those. And is there anything that's yeah. gone from the, the 15 years since? Is there anything that you've been like, yes, I'd still own one of those. Yes, I'd still buy one of those. Even now they're 10, 15 years old, if that's the case. Would you still buy one? Yes, I would. Oh, yeah, it's been a bit of a tricky one. So have you checked and are you ready to give your answer? Uh, do you have an answer or do you want me to go? I have an answer. I just wanted to make sure that the particular spec that I was going to pick this okay. car in I'm going to write available. mine down, which means that I have now officially made a decision. Ooh. I think we're going to be different on this. I, I think, think we are because you've, you've gone for a mild <laughs> and I haven't. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if I was going to go for something wild, I, I would probably be pointing along um, the, the... I don't think I would pick... The German hot hatches. I I, oh, that. I have. Yeah, I think... I, just, I was between a 
German, a British, and I don't know whether the one's based an Asian. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, I I probably picked like the new Civic Type R, and then we'd have an argument because you'd well, say because yeah, it's not a hatchback. Or anything else, yeah. <laughs> um. So my pick is gonna. Oh, sorry. Do you want to do yours first? I can then? do. So, do you want to have a guess at what you think mine might be? So you, I'll I'll give you some clues. It's old. And there's your clue. <laughs> and it only comes in three door. Sorry, my chair's developed a squeak this week, so if you do hear it, I can't sit dead still for the whole podcast. <laughs> um. Old. And it's German. You had a clue with that as well. So. Old German car. You say old, it's relatively, it's all relative. Yeah, yeah. Now we're in our 30s, so it's old to us. I, I was, because I was going to pick a, I was going to, I thought you were going to pick Golf GTI, but. No, that was, that was never a consideration. Never a consideration. It's never been a consideration for me. I've never looked at those and got, oh, I dream of owning one of those. German. Yeah. Hatchback. Yep. I'm just Hot stating, Hot I'm hatch. just stating the facts now, aren't I? Uh, an Audi S3. Of the Gen One, so that eight L, correct. Yeah. <laughs> that's my choice. I've I've never had a car that I have coveted and wanted so much. No, I think if the if the if the channel goes well and we start to get to a point where we can just like build a car, then we'll definitely have to buy you one that's smashed and fix it up. Yeah, yeah, and you can have that and just covet it in your garden. It, it may well be that we spent so many of our like I guess your formative adulty young adult years in yours but yeah. still i've i would still buy one today i still look at them at least once a month so that's okay. my choice so um i'm slowly filling in the list for mine as we go along the only thing that then it's the thing i wanted to check before i gave my answer yeah because i, I really hesitate to give oh uh, while, while you're checking should i just say what my what i was between oh yeah go on um i've actually there was four i was between i completely forgot about one so it was between the audi s3 the original gen, a Vauxhall VXR of the original gen. Mm-hmm. A Vo- Did I say a Vauxhall VXR? I mean an Astra VXR. Uh, obviously, the one that neither of us have so far mentioned, the i30N. Oh, you see, I I, I thought you were actually going to go. I I, I was I I was positive on the way here. That's what I was going to go. With. <laughs> um, and the M140i BMW. I'm a bit surprised you didn't go M140i because yeah. I thought of all the newer cars you could pick, yeah. that would be your... But I think if you said to me, here's these four cars, which one do you want? I'd probably get in the Audi. Right, okay. That's fair enough. So my new pick, the only thing I'm very hesitant about with my new pick, I think it's I think it's too expensive. Um, right, In okay. a way of, if on a personal level, whenever I, get, whenever I say a car, and if someone said to me on the street, oh, I'm looking between a few cars, you know any suggestion i'm always hesitant because i think a lot of new cars now you say it thinking well that's an everyday person's budget car yeah and then you look at it and you realize no the manufacturers completely lost their marbles on the price on this <laughs> so the answer is the ash the vox lastra yeah. gse oh the old uh the no. one from no, no, not the GTE, not the old GTE. Right. They currently sell a GSE, oh, okay. which is, it's not a VXR. Right. It's not a regular model. It's a plug-in hybrid, so it's like a 1.6. Oh, of the really new ones. Yeah, yeah, it's brand new. Okay. It's like a 1.6 petrol turbo engine, and then like 40 miles of plug-in. But together, you've got about 225 horses, 220 okay. horses. The problem is, the major problem is, because right. they do sell diesels, on this but they don't sell them in any hot version and they do sell regular petrols but they don't sell them with a lot of kit right as okay. in like you couldn't say could i get one that looked like the gse that was a bit cheaper yeah problem is if you look at their finance packages on something like that <laughs> 529 pounds a month that's on insane. a tcp <laughs> with six thousand pound deposit that's insane so <laughs> PCP is the one where you have to pay a balloon payment at the end, is it? Yeah, it's like a lease. Mental. I know. For like, this is why I was so, um, you know. Yeah. What? Because what you're talking. No, thank you. What you're talking about there, is if I'm honest, um, we're basically in i30n money brand. Yeah. And it's very very difficult for me to say to anyone, you should buy that over an i30n. In fact, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. I was definitely. I've seen the new Astra, like I've been uh, in front of it when it first launched and I thought, it was at the British Motor Show last year. Right. And I actually thought, do you know what? 
they've done a good job with this didn't think so much of the last generation quite like the generation before i own two of them yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> that's fair um and you own one in fact you've owned two of them as well yes the, uh, the yeah, previous yeah. generation um so currently yeah so i i think they they didn't do so well in the middle and then the newest one is actually quite a good looking vehicle the problem is at that do you know what? i'm gonna have to take the answer back sam actually <laughs> I, you've I, talked yourself out of it i just i cannot suggest to people that for that amount per month they buy a gse if you if you have that amount per month go and buy an i30n if you just want a regular car then i think the astra starts at 25 grand what does a mazda 3 start at? about the same money i'd go with the mazda 3 over the box mm, all yeah, day of the week point. it's a very good point the only reason the only thing that stopped me picking the Mazda is that you won't be um, to the base model like the SE spec. It's just that that shape of the Mazda, it suits the Sport, Sport Nav, I think yeah, the CL. Yeah. It, it really suits the higher spec models. Uh -huh. And then we're stepping up in price. But um, because the residuals aren't so bad on them, you're probably on a lease looking at similar money to... I really wanted to pick the Vauxhall, and I picked the Vauxhall because I really <laughs> wanted to pick it because I've seen it in the flesh, and I thought, do you know what? It's a good-looking vehicle. It it's is. good size. It's it's the, the right everything, but it's I've talked myself out of it because it's too much money. It really it is, is it, way it just too, is much, too money. much money, isn't it? Yeah. I, and do you know the problem was is that I looked at the list price, and I thought that list price is a bit more than I would expect, but not too much. Yeah. But then you realise the residual value must be awful. If that's the precisely five hundred and twenty a month, thirty six months, that's fifteen, six down. They're expecting the car to lose twenty thousand pounds <laughs> in its first three years. Don't buy the Astra. Go and buy yourself an i thirty. Oh, I got see I'd written all these down. I've got to cross it out and try Sorry. and squeeze i thirty in there now. Or a Mazda three. Yeah. Apologies, everyone. Right, I as punishment, that, we're going to move on to saloon, and you have to go first. Yeah, that was always going to be my most difficult category. I think you as well. Oh yeah, for hatchbacks. There's yeah. just so much choice. Saloon. Yes. Not many people sell saloons anymore. No. Frustratingly. But, but previously, people sold lots. So you can have an older one. Yeah, you can. I'm going to pick new again. Okay. BMW. Right. Three series. Yep. Either. 320 diesel, 320i. I'd, I with the current state of prices, I would always go petrol. We're looking at buying a sort of crossover slash S, small SUV, mm. and my main criteria is go with a petrol because of the price of diesel, and which is a silly decision when you're buying a big car because you should get a diesel because it's a bit more powerful. It's just better. Yeah, with that size car, but I just don't want to be paying the prices unless we think they're going to come down. Well, I think there was the gap about twenty. Yeah, which is ridiculous. So every gallon you pay one pound more for. Yeah. The thing is that that would buy you two thirds of a litre of petrol. So unless that two thirds of a litre of petrol would get the same, would take the petrol mileage up to the diesel mileage. Yeah. Then it's still cheaper to buy the diesel. True. But I, I to completely take your point because you, you have to put the fuel in at the pump. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the day, um, we live in a time when diesel engines have been so demonised despite the fact they have diesel particulate filters and Euro 6 emissions, meaning that the nitrous levels have yeah. really dropped off. Um, the, but you've got to think of resale, haven't you? So you're going 320i. Uh, 320i, 320d. So 320i. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am, I think, at this point, going to pick my last, obviously apart from the sports car, my last, like, hot version of something funny. it's funny isn't it because as as i'm transitioning out of sensible cars <laughs> i'm probably from now on going to be a bit less sensible <laughs> yeah. sam's going to go into the more sensible so we're doing a nice crossover you'll be able to tell me the year but i'm gonna guess around 2005 do you think you know what it is 2005, 2005. saloon hot mm, mazda 6 mps no i'm gonna go with a bit the bmw m5 the choice, one with the, the fan taillights. The V10. Yeah. yeah. Very good choice. That's what I'm going to go with for that. I would not probably, really like else to say on that, to be honest. <laughs> I would probably go for a facelift model. Yeah. Which is okay. 2000 and uh, I think late 07, early 08. Just if 
if you does are... it have the, the lights that I'm talking about that shape yeah it's, it's just a yeah. facelift yeah, just okay. they just okay. yeah, they update fine. the the styling of the whole thing including the innards of the lights but the actual shape of the lights yeah I just like that I think that's the best looking five series though yeah yeah uh, and, and you know the pre-facelifting ones are absolutely fine I just if you were in the market for one yeah and you had both choices um having driven both I would just they're mi it's mild from what most people will notice but you know so the next one is estate slash station wagon now I yeah. on the way here <laughs> I had a car in mind that I was like, well, there's no other car that I would choose for that. And it might be what you go with, which oh, is an Audi S6. An Audi S6. Sorry, RS6. Oh, well, that's annoying. <laughs> no, but I've changed. That's what I was going to say. Ooh. All the way here, because I was like, I've, I've loved that car since the first time I saw the really old one that was in like Snatch. Or you were talking about the C5 generation. Yeah. yeah. But I've changed. Ironically, I'll go with mine first because I'll get it out of the way. Okay. Ironically, to go with a BMW. 320i <laughs> <laughs> but the estate version right okay so basically we're saying you can't go wrong if you go for a bit of the yeah well about, apparently so one of our friends would be very happy with yeah that. Uh, if he ever listens to yes. the podcast then yeah um so well, are you going with the rs6 eh? i'm chance? going to go with the c6 generation rs6 which yeah. was the v10 2006 onwards i think but i wouldn't be upset if someone gave me the current you know, aircraft carrier sized RS. Yeah, yeah. No, neither would I. <laughs> that sometimes you see trying to navigate the road. Uh, I don't think it's 2006, actually. I think it was a late model, I think 2008. Because the RS6, what I used to like about Audi RS products in general, yeah, they released the model. Mm -hmm. Then about one year in, they released the S. Yeah. And then a, with about two years left of production, they went, okay, now you can have the RS. Yes. And I thought that was very smart from Audi. Because yeah, no, it is definitely. Just as interest in that model is starting to fall off because it's been out for a few years, they go, well, here's the really hot one. Yeah. And it pulls a load of, in, uh, of uh, interest. I understand why now they just release them all because they can sell them for a longer period of time. But I think it's short-sighted. Yeah, you don't create that. The, There's the no buzz. buzz. Idea. When yeah. a car's, when it's going out, and they'll say, oh, well, we're doing a package. Like, yeah, but it's not that exciting. You know, the... If you were looking between a regular RS6 or a limited package, unless the car can fly, <laughs> the the amount of excitement between the two is not that. And you know, unless they really say, "Oh, we we're going to make a loss on every single one of these because we've just done something so outrageous," which they will, they just don't do. So the C6 generation, that's the V10 twin turbo. I think it was only out for two years, like 07, 08, or 08, 09, something like that. Um, that would be my pick. Okay. Well, there we go. Two very good choices, I think. Now, the next category is one that I really struggle with because I don't like these cars at all. <laughs> so, crossover slash MPV. So, MPVs, we're talking your stereotypical Vauxhall Zafira, Ford mm -hmm. Galaxy, all the stuff that when you look, you know, you make jokes about, don't you? Oh, yeah. look, there's someone who's given up on driving. They've just yeah. bought a, a moving thing. So, but we've we've coupled it with the crossover now. So there mm. are some half decent crossovers. I still wouldn't buy one, which is why I'm making my wife buy an SUV as opposed <laughs> to a crossover because it's she's so desperate to have a bigger car. Do you have one that you can think of? I have one. Okay, what have you gone with? I it's not new. Okay, stop making it. The Mazda Five. The Mazda Five. Yes. I can't even picture it. Obviously, me, I sold them. I'm so. going to auto-trader it while you're <laughs> yeah, talking. I sold them, so uh, I, I know a bit more about them. I'm more familiar with them. They're, it's a seven-seat, uh, not not as large as something like a... God, that is horrific. Let's have a look at a picture of one that you've got. Uh, yeah, that's one. Uh, that's the... If you just go to the, the next... What, okay. Is that about 2007? I'll go sort by price highest. Yeah. And they have the smiley face. I think for a family car. What is it? I think they went up to about 2013. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. 2014? Uh, this is 2015. 15. Bluetooth, leather, nav. Yeah. I mean, it's still a horrific looking car. but I just think for a family car, A, it has sliding rear doors. If yeah. you want a family car and you're worried about getting kids in and out, it like the, the biggest sale factor of that car was always sliding rear doors. Yeah. Manufacturers <laughs> yeah. don't fit sliding rear doors to a lot of cars because it adds quite a lot of expense. But Mazda, being Mazda, don't care. 
No, we'll do anything to sell a car that yeah. people like. They just go, well, this is the better option. Yeah, I know it's a better option, but it's more expensive than the accountant, so we won't make as much money. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but it's the better option. It, that, that's Mazda's mindset on this. So, sliding rear doors. It's a seven-seat family car. Admittedly, the two rearest, rearmost seats, young children. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it also, if you buy the later models, smiley face front on them, and if it's a family car, you know, and you've got a young, you know, young children stuff. If you have a car that is, the the front grille and the lights make a smiley face. Yeah, I that's can see pointed that. at your living room all day long. You have a vehicle that's smiling at you. You have sliding rear doors. It's just a very family car, family orientated car. And if you buy the, uh, if you buy the petrol one, probably. I think they always actually. I don't think they could have the two point two diesel put in them. Oh really? Can you, if you can double check for me, Sam, and just see if they ever sold one. But I think it was only ever the two litre diesel, or the two litre petrol. Bear with me, call up. Um, if you can find one with the two litre petrol, they seem to go on for well a long period of time. Maybe a no, it only goes up to two litre. Yeah, so they have the older generation two litre diesel, which actually not as powerful. Not as, oh, that'll be why it ended in 2015 as well, because the um, Euro 6 emissions came in, probably couldn't pass it. Oh, but that okay, older yeah, yeah. 2 litre, now we look back and the 2.2 was faster, more fuel efficient, um, nicer to drive, but it does have some problems as they get higher up in the mileage. The 2 litre, it's an old modification of a Ford engine, yeah. which, not perfect, but there's a lot of them that you seem to go around the moon in some vehicles <laughs> and you'll always be able to buy parts because I don't think Mazda made that many changes to the diesel engines because they just don't have the budget to do it yeah. so yeah that's the reason I've picked them, the Mazda okay. and what was that most expensive one how much was it oh I didn't uh, I didn't look 10 grand something like I think it was around there somewhere, yeah, yeah so you know not too much money well, as well you could see that I was frantically scrolling trying to find something <laughs> So I've, I have I've spent my voice yeah, up on that I, one. I have settled, and I'm, I mean settled. I, I I was really struggling with this category. I've just gone for a VW T-Rock. Fair enough. Which I don't even really like that much, but <laughs> it's the one that I did despise less. Uh, there's nothing really to say on it. I've got some friends that own one. They don't like it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I said, because um, my wife quite likes them. And when when we last saw them, I said, "Oh, Cat's thinking of getting a T-Rock." And he said, "Oh, for God's sake, don't buy one." <laughs> I said, "I hate it." <laughs> and he drives a van for a living. So Blimey! Oh, that's that is damning, their family car. That's damning that is, isn't it? So I'm going to not even let you talk about that, and we're going to move on to the next one. So the next one is a well, we've called, we've called it SUV, but yeah. it's like small SUV. Yeah. So just the, it's very ambiguous the small and large SUV category. Yeah, but so. we could separate it by saying uh, this will be your. Uh, if it and this is everything that isn't, you know, Range Rover, Land Cruiser, Discovery, you know, yeah, not, it's, this is everything that isn't that size. Yeah, but the, for example, next step down when Top size. Gear did a SUV thing, they yeah. had a Range Rover, the Bentayga, and an F Pace. So we're including all those sort of things in. They all go large. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fine. This is. I more, have one that you'll I like. I'd say like Toyota Rav Four. Yeah. Um, Mazda CX-5 it gives those cars yeah, an yeah, opportunity because yeah. otherwise they're just going to get knocked out by yeah, the definitely. big expensive stuff alright I'll go first with this one I have picked a Mazda is it a CX-60 it is a CX-60 is that what you were going to go with yeah. hey we got our first match <laughs> <laughs> I was once told I think 18 months ago or so yeah. by on this I think you might have even said it on the podcast you yeah. said the best car to buy on the market at the moment is a Mazda CX-60 yeah, and I went home from that, and I looked at it, and I was like, "Wow, that is a very nice car." Yeah, it is. Uh, there's... And there's not really a lot else to say about it. It's very good. It looks amazing in that sort of sort of dark burnt red that mm -hmm. Mazda released things in. I wouldn't buy it in any other color. I don't think that with black wheels. With Mazda, you always get good spec, but you go for a sport nav or whatever other options they offer at the moment. It's a hybrid. I'm tempted to say. Uh, it's at least mild hybrid, if yeah. not. I don't think it's, it's a 3.3 diesel. Yeah. The US, interestingly, just very quickly, if you're listening to this in Europe, mm -hmm. you'll get this as a 3.3 diesel. Yeah. If you're listening to this in the US and other parts of the world, you'll get it as a petrol. 
Oh, I'd quite like it as a petrol. So would I. It's it's one of those things of um I think Mazda eventually will change their mind on it and probably offer both over here. Yeah. Okay. But what I find interesting is from what from my best understanding, and mm-hmm. if <clears throat> if we have someone who's a Mazda technician who understands this differently, get in touch. But my best understanding is that this is their new Skyactive engine setup, the right, six cylinder. Okay. And they're able to use essentially the same block, change some parts of the head, mm-hmm. and then you can just make it a petrol. Make oh, it wow. Petrol. Okay. Yeah. I, I, from my understanding, because the compression ratio of the petrol is very close to a diesel. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, obviously they're not putting spark plugs in, things like that. So there's certain differences in the head. But from what I understand, the rest of the, the block and the ancillaries are, yeah. are, are very similar, if not the same. Um, I just thought it was. Again, it shows Mazda's. What I like about that is Mazda are not a company that can afford to create fifteen different engines. No. So what they did is they come up with a great concept mm-hmm. and then try and build off that concept. BMW used to do this when I owned my three series coupe that I had. Yeah. And they had the same six cylinder in a two point two, a two point five, and a three liter, just the same block, just bored yeah. and stroked out for different capacities. I'd like it when it sounds cheap, but what that says to me is that a manufacturer has had to design. They have to put a lot into R&D to get to that stage. Of that yeah. one unit. And actually, if you ask people now who own a 25-year-old BMW, one of those engines, they'll say, is it, how is it? Solid. Yeah. Because it's had to be engineered. You know, they, they had the budget to say, well, it can... This is the only engine we're going to offer in different, <laughs> you know, different yeah. guises. But so it's really interesting because things that we've, We've we'll just quickly run through things that I think could have been on either of mm. our choices, but we've yeah. got rid of VW Tiguan Airline, mm-hmm. uh, Mazda CX-5, even mm-hmm. things like Kia Sportage GTS line, mm-hmm. um, a Hyundai Tucson. It's a solid car. Yeah, the Alfa it. Romeo Stelvio. Yeah, carry on. BMW X5. Uh, X3 in this category, I'd say. X5 okay. going to the next yeah. category. But the X3, Audi Q3, yeah. Q5. Yeah. These are all things that we could have picked. Yeah, yeah. I think it's as much as they get smaller SUVs get a lot of hate because it's like, oh, they're only used for people dropping their kids off at school. Mm. Ironically, that's why my wife wants to buy one (laughs) to move the kid around. But they do have their uses. They do, yeah. And And... I don't think they deserve as much hate as they get. It would, yes, like you you think like one in four cars you see on the road at the moment are small SUVs or large SUVs, especially where I work when. I think I've said I work at a school. Um, most of the cars that are dropping kids off in the mornings are SUVs. You very rarely see. There's one bloke that drops his kid off in a Porsche, which I very much <laughs> like to see in the yeah. mornings. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to give an honorary shout out to some of those cars. No, I think, and I think before it's very, move on. very valid. And also it shows how good the Mazda must be that we... Yeah, both. that we've both gone for it. I mean, like, there's lots of options out there. And that's not a planned thing, by the way, from me and Sam. He, We've uh, we both come up with that. Oh no! I think I think anyone that's listened to any of our other podcasts will know that we, know that we, we don't would... plan anything. No. Well, and, and certainly we really, really agree. So. Right. Next category: large SUV. So Miles will have gone with a Range Rover Sport V8 supercharged, um, or some variation full, thereof. Full size. Okay. <laughs> Range yeah, Rover. But other than that, I was correct. No, do you know what? Actually, the full size Range Rover now it has a, a turbo v8 doesn't it It doesn't have a supercharged so oh, okay you, uh, you so still the, gonna go with it or? the previous generation range right <laughs> the one that's just gone out with the five liter okay and what have i picked or oh, what has sam picked you uh, should be able to get it straight away to be honest and i oh no you're no. gonna have to pick up <laughs> <laughs> i'm quite disappointed that you haven't got it straight away i, I would have thought you'd go for a range of a sport no jaguar f-pace oh, of course jaguar f-pace what am i thinking jaguar f-pace petrol v6 or is it a v8 mm-hmm six yeah there yeah. you go <laughs> best car ever driven and yeah i mean pick anything else. There. <laughs> there's not really, uh, not really a lot to say for either of them supercharge v6 yes yes so i'll have a supercharger as will you and we can just go yep. around supercharging yep um our next that was quick it was <laughs> well some of them will be quick because we don't we don't have to spend ages on each no, category no, that's but it's might spend a bit of time on this one coupe or coupe if mm. you want to be miles yeah this covers a lot but some of the stuff that's in this you could say is a sports car so we haven't written supercar on this list I just thought. um am i going first on this one you can do yeah if you've got one i have one so. uh 
See, I'm between a few cars. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> my difficulty is because I was trying to pick through new. Oh, okay. I haven't gone new. And there's not a lot, unfortunately. I'm in the 90s. In the 90s? Yeah. Okay, you go first, Sam. I will have a three-litre turbocharged Toyota Supra. <laughs> twin turbocharged. Yes, oh, Supra, yeah, twin yes. Tur- I even ripped twin turbo down <laughs> and I haven't said it. Yeah, well, I don't see what there isn't another choice. Unless you want to get a Skyline. <laughs> Is um, a Skyline counted as a coupe? Yeah, I mean, it would probably go under the sports car category. Yeah, but, but then the Supra could a, do, couldn't it? So the, well, As long as you count the T-top. Sports, the sport, sports car is a very ambiguous term. Yeah, it is. Deliberately. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I've gone with the Supra. Okay. And I shall have it in orange with the decals down the side <laughs> and the spoiler on the back, please. Uh, for a coupe, I'm going to suggest that... Sorry, sorry, I didn't finish my point, but... Um, yeah, go on, sorry. Could you have a Porsche in a coupe? Because Porsche is technically a coupe, isn't it? It is. I think you could but have... It's also a sports car. This is the problem. <laughs> If you said to someone you've got a Porsche and then named any of their ones that are not the SUVs, yeah, I think people would always call it a sports car. If you said I had a Boxster, a Cayman, a 911, like they, people would always go, "Oh, you got a sports car." Like, and I think that's how you would, because the, the 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 pick would be something for me like along uh, an F type yeah. or a Cayman. Yeah, see, I'd have that down as a sports car. See, so would I. And I'm kind of like saving these options in my head. Like the GR86, again, is kind of one of those cars where I'm like, I think I would pick it under the sports car. I don't think I'd pick it under a car. I've added supercar in, by the way, just in case that helps you with anything. (laughs) So just if you just want a coupe and you it's something you want to drive around in, you want two doors and you want something that looks good, I'm going to pick something that maybe... Would be a, it won't be controversial, but may not be the. Well, it certainly won't be obvious. Yeah. In fact, I don't think you can buy it in the UK. That's my only problem with it. I've had to bump the F type from my list completely. <laughs> have you? Uh, actually, yes, I have. I've had to bump it off completely. Blimey. Boy, it's a which sad is very, it's very upsetting to me. Um, but I'm giving it an honorary mention. I in my in the category I've just added, which is the Jaguar F type category. I'd have the Jaguar F type. <laughs> Jaguar <laughs> F type category. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. What were you going to pick? Um. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm just going to split my answer a little bit because okay. for a world and for UK because they don't sell it in the UK anymore. Okay. So you could buy the Lexus RC. Mm-hmm. Which it yeah, yeah, I know which one. Though, yeah. Actually. Um, they've pulled it, and you can only now buy the RCF, right. which has got a five liter V8, completely sports card up. So I don't think that would fit into this. So. That would sort of have been my pick if you could buy it in the UK. You can't anymore. I know we're a, we get worldwide listeners. So for a worldwide listener, I'm pretty sure this will be sold everywhere. An Audi A5. Yeah, good shout. Uh, in something like Vorsprung. I'm sure you don't want to get like an S5 and get the V8. Uh, the S5 is diesel now. No, we don't have to get a new previous idea. generation, yeah. <laughs> the only thing is that if you suggest, if I suggested that, you have to um, have a bit of budget for possible timing chains. I imagine you have a bit of budget for most of the cars we've picked. Yes, probably. <laughs> but I think, it, you know, if you were listening to this and you were like, oh, do you know what? I don't, you know, got a little bit of money. I'm happy to do some payments and I just want a coupe. I don't think the A5 could be picked as a convertible. It doesn't look right to me as a convertible. No. So, oh, do you know what? There's just, a load of American muscle cars that I could have named in this, couldn't I? I've just realised I could have had the F-Type in the convertible section, but I've just bumped it for something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to stick with that pick, the, okay. the Audi A5. In, as I say, something like S-Line or Vorsprung uh, specification. Um, I will give a, a quick mention as well to something like a Mustang, but I think that would, would nip into the sports car rather yeah, than coupe. So definitely. Convertible? I have a convertible. I have a convertible that everyone would probably class as a sports car. In Ooh, fact, so do I. It is the... <laughs> this would be... A, I'll tell you what, mine's very left field, so it'd well, be amazing if we've matched on this one. Mine's the epitome of a sports car because it is, in definition, what the original sports car would yeah. be. okay. What have you picked? Mazda MX-5. Ooh, very close. Ooh. Go on. I've gone with the Honda S2000. Ooh, good pick. <laughs> good pick. 
Um, Mazda MX-5s, everyone should go and buy a Mazda MX-5. I mean, Very everyone. True. If you are listening to this podcast right now, finish listening to it, mm-hmm. and then immediately go and buy a Mazda MX-5. <laughs> and the reason for that is, name me a company that makes a traditional sports car. The traditional sports car. How many of them are left? And Can you name. still buy an MR2? No. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know then. There's one company that do it. They're called Mazda. And they make the <laughs> MX-5 or Miata, as they have, yeah, or yeah. Roadster, as it's named in Japan. Yeah, they, I can't believe... The, the, the real crooks that get me, that take me back to an MX-5 is, when I said everyone listens to this podcast, I do mean it, because it, it, it's one of those cars that it's not... You know, it's not 15 pence to buy, but... You it's can, not expensive, expensive. It's not expensive for a sports car. No. I think you can still pick them up in the mid-20s brand new. Yeah. Then obviously they go up a little bit depending on spec, but they there's real danger in my eyes, as I see it, of them not being able to put a fifth generation out. And that would be the travesty of travesties once you lose <laughs> that car if there's linchpins in the car world you know if the land rover defender is the linchpin of the four by four yeah if you know uh, the hilux is the linchpin of pickup trucks and reliability the mazda mx5 is that corner and it's holding that corner of the market with everything you know it's got <laughs> it is the skin on its hands are being ripped off as it holds up an entire market of people that say do you know what i don't need an suv i want to have a bit of fun on the road i haven't got loads of money and i don't want to go breaking the law left right and center or and i don't want to have people staring at me trying to be flash go to a mazda showroom immediately mm-hmm <laughs> After finishing this, the podcast, yeah, and watching any YouTube videos, at yes. least <laughs> we'll be doing an MX5 guide for the previous generation very shortly. Oh, well, there you go. So, in fact, by the time you've listened to, the, by the time this comes out, it would have already been out. It's for the previous generation, though, not the current. Wow. Very good information. Right? That really ruined my voice <laughs> doing that. Right. Well, I will go first then with the sports car. So again, sports car, very ambiguous term. I think my choice could be put in the supercar. However, yeah. I already have a supercar, <laughs> so I will f- die on the hill saying that this is a sports car. <laughs> so I'm going to go. It'd be like, imagine we're, we're on the camera and we're outside the world now and you start <laughs> zooming in to where you're going to go. Yeah. So we're going to Germany. Okay. When we get to Germany, we're going to head to the Porsche <laughs> factory. <laughs> and then when we get there, we're going to go back in time. You're right. Okay. And we're going to get a 996 Turbo S. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen some? You know, there is one there, yes. <laughs> uh, it's the GT3, actually, yeah, the original but I, I saw GT3. that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was choosing what pictures were going to go up in the new studio, and I saw the um, there was a 996 GT3. I thought, well. I've got, actually, I've got another picture I can send you that you can that we can have up. Which these are prints, these ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, we can always change one. Um, we've got two more. There's one down there. Yeah, that's not a very good one, though. No, that one's not a great print. Um, this is great podcast material sorry yeah, I, know, <laughs> I know everyone you can't hear. sorry went completely off there do you have a sports car yeah but i don't want to pick it now because it was going to be a porsche <laughs> that's fine it shows that porsche make good sports cars they do make good sports cars but i want to wait till I, you get to the supercars <laughs> i want to pick something that is in the affordable category yeah so what and you're saying 120 grand isn't affordable <laughs> so i'm going to pick uh the toyota gr86 yeah i thought you might um, and I'm going to add to that that Nissan, if you had bothered to bring the Z car here, which you didn't, then you may have got the winner on that category. So <laughs> hang your head in shame. Have you got anything to say about it? You just know, I, I, Joe. I don't want to let you talk about it because you'll go on for the next half. An hour. I haven't got the voice. So we'll, mate. we'll move on to Sam's category. Yeah. So obviously we're moving on to the Isuzu D Max category. Yeah, right. So I have surprisingly picked the Isuzu D-Max. This is pickup trucks, isn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> you're going to go with something stupid. Oh, you'll go with an F-150, won't you? Uh, no. Oh, I'd already started right. A Dodge Ram? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you know the only thing... That Sorry, we... it's not actually a Dodge Ram, Miles. It's actually a Ram 1500. <laughs> yeah, so, you're very right, yeah. Um, um, as the, If you were the host, you'd know that. Well, exactly. <laughs> but as a mere co-host, <laughs> I'll let you off. The only thing that would pull my attention a little bit the new Ranger Raptor, mm-hmm. because... They're not pickup trucks, though, are they? 
They're so Sam, sports cars that are actually four by fours. Sam loves all. I, I'm not going to go into it because I'll be ranting for the next half an hour. I'm going to do a podcast at some point where I discuss why pickup trucks are going the wrong way. Right. Yeah. yeah. So um, the thing with the Ranger Raptor that I like is that it's a large pickup truck, but it's not so large that you couldn't get it in most countries. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, they sell it in the UK. You can buy it here. And if anyone who's listened to this either lives in the UK or has been here, you'll know that we have parking spaces that sometimes you look at and you think, I couldn't get a bicycle in that. Yeah. A car. <laughs> so it's on the limit. Yeah. But I would say that is the the sort of limitations of size. Okay. But otherwise, Ram TRX. Okay. Moving on. 700 horsepower. <laughs> that's what you... If you're buying a pickup truck, the minimum you need, realistically, is 700 horsepower. In it yep. from a and you are really. everything that is wrong with pickup trucks. You need a three-litre <laughs> diesel, and that's what you get. You know what's funny? I saw a pickup truck race, like one of those online things where they yeah. do pickup truck races. And it's incredible what has happened now because companies that are trying to sell electric ones, yeah, the ones that have, have got a lot of money behind them, Rivian and stuff like that. Um, from what I can see, they have they are doing a few clever clever things, but what they're really just trying to do is do not sixteen three seconds. Yes, exactly. It's like pointless. The, when you chuck in seventeen hay bales in the back, that's not what you need. I was going to say the reason the Ford F one fifty sells so well in America and the Ram fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. and the Silverado. The reason those three trucks sell so well is not because of the Halo model. No. They they maybe they will sell two or three percent of all of them yeah, of the Halo. But it's model. people that are buying them the, for every possible yeah, the, need that a pickup truck should be used for. The vast, vast majority of hardware them. store owners, farmers, fencing contractors, general builders. Sam. Yeah. <laughs> People that need pickup trucks. You don't see the pickup trucks going to buy a Porsche, do you? And say, well, you need to change the way you make a Porsche so I can get some MDF in the he back He says of it. that, but the 911 Dakar has just been released. So Shut up. <laughs> right, so now we move on to the Volkswagen Caddy category. Oh, right. So the I've gone category. with the VW Caddy. <laughs> Caddy. <laughs> what are you going to go with? Um, so Volkswagen and Ford are now the same on this, aren't they? I yeah, I'm not buying a new one. I'm sorry. talking 2016. You're I, I just want to buy mine again. I was going to say, so you're basically saying your Caddy. Yeah, DX16 VNU. That's what I want to buy. <laughs> <laughs> um, because for new, Ford and Volkswagen are the same, I'm yeah. not going to pick new. No, I wouldn't because it looks horrific. Uh, I'm tempted by the idea only because they seem to defy, uh, well, every mathematical and scientific model I know. Mercedes Sprinters are always doing 195 miles an hour when I see them. <laughs> and they look still. Yes. I was doing it, yeah. So, so I, if I was to get a van myself, I would like one that can only be doing zero or 195 <laughs> yeah. miles an hour. And that they're always huge as well. I, do you know what I haven't seen in a long time? A short wheelbase, low roof Sprinter. No. Just... No, because they're all people carriers. They, they are. <laughs> all of them... Uh, long wheelbase, high roof. Yeah. All sprinters. Because they've all got the back hollowed out and they've been turned into something else. Yeah. Or delivery vans. Yes. <laughs> so unless I can, um, unless something, Sam, you can tell me that is particularly new in the van world, then it would be a sprinter. Not that I know of, no. No. So we've got one category left and then I've got one to surprise you with. So we've next we move on to the supercar category. So I'm saying for this, anything that's a supercar or a hypercar, you can have in this. Yeah, this is a tough one. This, this yeah. is a tough it's not. one. <laughs> it's not there is a choice is it there's, between two Porsches it's between a Porsche or nothing <laughs> <laughs> there isn't two Porsches there's one Porsche go on Sam we'll let you go first no I'll let you tell me what it is there's one Porsche you can buy uh, I would imagine that being you it mm-hmm. is the Porsche 911 GT2 no incorrect Ooh. Porsche supercar supercar yes not so that, that you wouldn't that in, buy it you're putting that in the hypercar yeah category. you wouldn't buy it for emotional reasons a carrera gt yes the best car that's ever been made in the history of the planet did you see uh the youtube dog dog Demuro? no very very popular car youtube okay uh he's always wanted a carrera gt and he sold or like his business got bought up he did this like car auction site mm-hmm. it's been bought up he's been saying basically since he became a YouTuber, how much he loves the Carrera GT. Just bought one. Good. Yeah, did a video. That'll be us in 10 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. It'll be me, like, well, 
we can all guess what Sam's bought, and that'll be the whole thumbnail. And yeah. then just you off camera. Just <laughs> well, you hear me coming from a while away. Yes. <laughs> this is a really, really tough one. For well, it's me. not. I just told you that. <laughs> I had to include another category because there is one other card I'd like in this category. What's so, the other category? Wild card. You can pick Ooh. any card from any category that you haven't picked. So basically, it gives you the option to double up on one of the categories. Oh. Oh, that's that makes this really difficult. Um, Do you want some time to think? This is sports car, hypercar, supercar, hypercar, supercar, hypercar. Um, no, I'm going to go with uh, Lamborghini Murcielago LP640. <laughs> ah, my wild card entry. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't want the 670. I wanted the 640. <laughs> well, that's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> for the noise that both of them make that's why mm. i've gone with the Quero gt and that i think so that was, that was the, my wild card entry so i'll write that down wild oh well i've got my wild card okay well you've said your lamborghini one i've said my wild card lamborghini so what's your wild card a dodge challenger red eye okay fair enough so i mean Sam we could wants no explanation on that no well we could we could sit here and go, well, I would have picked this and I could have picked this and I could have picked this. But I think that's the beauty of these sort of discussions. Yeah. So you can, we could, there's about 18 other cars that I could add into various different categories and say, well, I could have picked this. And there's stuff that you, people would be going, how have you overlooked this? Mm. This is the best car ever made. I've been dreaming of this since I was a fetus and I've had this on my wall. And But it's all down to opinion. Yeah, it is. So, And I mean, it's like, for example, the pickup category, just very quickly. Sorry, I've knocked my microphone there. Um, the the uh, can't get the co-host these no, days. Can't get the staff, can you? Uh, the 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 old, the sort of standard pick would be something like a Toyota Hilux. That mm -hmm. would be like if picking a pickup truck by a Toyota Hilux yeah. because you'll buy it once and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, only until the end of time. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not what we would buy with our money yeah. if if the opportunity came across right this second. That's not to say we could change our minds in three years years tomorrow whatever else but um i think i think in future we'll do this again but we're going to have mm. a budget not a budget per mm. category you're going to have a total budget of whatever we decide and then you've got to get a car for all these categories obviously it'll be a large budget yeah but i think I that'd think be quite cool we've done something a bit similar like that before in one of the early podcasts yes we have yeah we did the dream garage thing yeah the only problem was is that uh you end up going okay well i want to spend all my money on this yeah like, i want to buy a carrera gt you're there trying I'll... to wedge a carrera gt into this <laughs> and like i'd buy that and then uh a scrapped yeah Fiat Uno. <laughs> i'd walk everywhere <laughs> right well that is oh it's like so weird being the host that mm. is the podcast miles unless you have anything else to add one bit of news no, you're supposed to say no. <laughs> you're not really getting this co-hosting. You sit there, you say no, and then we say, right, we'll see you next week. And then you get some sort of awkward goodbye at the end. Yeah, as the last like word. Mm. Yeah, And then I have to edit it in. But fine, if you want to add a bit of news in and try and be a better co-host than I ever was. We mentioned a couple of weeks back, or actually, sorry, when this podcast airs, because I'm going away, by the way, just yes. so everyone knows, because I'm going away to the side of the world uh, for a couple of weeks, we've had to... Uh, record in advance yeah so that's and why because I, I don't know how to use the computer system so i couldn't yes upload one <laughs> um so we said uh, probably about a month ago now about british vault which was in the north oh yeah East, the, you know they were i think the northwest actually sorry um they were basically going bankrupt they were going under mm -hmm. and, uh, well the australians have saved them sam very good the Australian where are company. you currently i'll be back in the uk by no, but uh, where have you just been <laughs> Australia. <laughs> I'm going over there to ink yeah, the deal you, for them. You're sorting this deal out, are you? <laughs> um, yeah, interesting, interesting choice of companies to sort of move in to take on British Fox moving forward. I understand why the Australians do it. And to be fair, if there was a country that's better connected because they have lithium as a natural resource in yeah. Australia. Um, you could kind of understand that if they could buy up a factory that can already convert that lithium into batteries, obviously I don't know how much cobalt they've got or whether they would run right, without okay. cobalt. It, yeah, it's a long conversation, but you could, I, could kind of, I could make sense of it in my head why they would want to do it because, let's say, if they can get the natural resources yeah. to that plant, they don't have to build the plant in Australia and... I'm sure there was some uh, when you're buying a company that says we're bankrupt and finished. 
Yeah. You'd probably get a good deal on it. <laughs> yeah. Although I would they say... They haven't got a good bargaining position, have they? No. Um, the last time I heard about an Australian company buying a UK company was when Bunnings over there, which is the DIY store, bought Homebase. And that's my... gone well. Yeah, well, that's gone brilliantly. <laughs> my, my wife worked for Homebase at the time doing some of their marketing or whatever and was made redundant when that happened. Yeah. And uh, I... Having lived in Australia, I was like, but Bunnings are like a B and Q, <laughs> and home base is like where you go to buy a nice plant. Yeah, <laughs> do they know that they're and not she... one and the same? <laughs> and they they had a load of things like they moved in and they immediately started saying, "Oh, we don't need this loyalty program." Blah blah blah, and lost like fifty percent of the customers because yeah, now were... home base is just a ruined shell of its former <laughs> self, <laughs> desperately trying to crawl back up into the place <laughs> it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they had. I just I remember the one thing which was there was a loyalty program. I think if you were, I think if you were retirement age and onwards, you could join this program. Whatever else, and um, they wanted to scrap it, and it's the equivalent of a fish and chip shop scrapping the chips. Wow! <laughs> like, it, it, like a lot of their customers were, you know, people who were taking advantage. They were older. They were taking advantage of this scheme. Bit of a deal. Uh, home base still get the custom all very good everyone's happy to then scrap it they had to then i mean i think it was a week and they had to bring it back in wow. but obviously once you annoy someone <laughs> yeah they're annoyed then yeah yeah do you know what i mean yeah. so um but i'm sure i mean look one company that comes from one country doesn't mean all doesn't mean they're all bad <laughs> no <laughs> i just wanted to bring that up as a equivalent with the last dregs of my voice <laughs> yeah well very good well thanks for listening everyone uh and take care and we shall see you on the next one there you go.